You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to Collective Cafe To Go. This is the podcast version of the Collective Cafe. Now, the Collective Cafe happens every single weekday, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in Alpha Collective's Discord server, discord.gg forward slash alpha collective. It is free. It always will be free. There are no strings. There is no bait and switch. If you like to listen live and even participate, come onto stage, comment in our back chat, you can do that. Whether you're on the treadmill, getting the kids ready for school, getting yourself ready for work, commuting into the big bad city, or maybe just even commuting from your bedroom into your home office. On Monday, we manifest. On Tuesday, we talk thought leadership. On Wednesday, we have guests take the stage, almost like an open mic. On Thursday, we do live book reads and discussions. And then on Friday, it's No Agenda Friday, where there is no agenda. Start your day off on the right foot, on the front foot with virtual coffee, with the Collective Cafe, where we mastermind, we manifest, we collaborate, we help one another at the business of Web3 or anything else that intersects, whether it's culture, collaboration, creativity, innovation, disruption. So give us a subscribe if you're listening on the podcast or come and attend one day. Remember, it is a safe, welcoming space and you will never, ever be put on the spot. This is the Collective Cafe to go. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I am just sending a tweet. I'm sharing the room. I'm doing my best to walk and chew gum at the same time. To be honest with you, I wasn't sure whether we were going to do this uh, or not. I actually scheduled it and then realized that Monday, today, June 19th, is Juneteenth, and it is a federal holiday. I think it might be the second year now, maybe the third, maybe the first, uh, first, second, or third, where um, we have a federal holiday now, where we're actually um, closing down federal buildings. We are, um, I don't know... Uh, at what point where it's sitting right now. I guess if it's a federal holiday, it would sit above um, what used to be called, it's it's so confusing, Columbus Day or is Martin Luther King Day, Veterans Day, President's Day, all that sort of stuff, Um, and uh, becoming an official uh, holiday and an official um, official commemoration. I mean, this is the commemoration of uh, the emancipation of slavery. Um, And uh, so it is well worth... Um, being able to talk about it, celebrate it. So uh, bottom line is um, I definitely, uh, I'm glad we're doing this. Um, I'm glad we're doing this on a Monday. 
Um, from what I've gathered, uh, many people are not working. Many people are working. Uh, I am going to work. I'm working um, more. I guess it's just you know the life of an entrepreneur. Um, but uh, but the best way to kick it off is to um, you know to be able to um, uh, bring uh, at least be able to connect Juneteenth or at least connect uh, some of the principles um, to Web three, right? Because that's what we talk about and. For me, the way to think about it is the fact that um, uh, I decided to call this why Web3 is a diversity issue. And by diversity, I mean diversity, equity, inclusion, access. Um, As many of you know, um, my definition of Web3 is shared values, shared ownership, shared rewards. Now, let's talk about each one. And by the way, just a shout out to, uh, I see uh, Quiet G and uh, and Bez are on Twitter. Jonathan is in Discord. So doing the little, you know, uh, the little uh, dual uh, simulcast, et cetera, et cetera. For the rest of June, we're going to continue uh, to share within Twitter. Um, just a couple of, of random thoughts as we kind of get into this. Um, well, first of all, obviously, it was Father's Day yesterday. Um, so for those of you, uh, Bez, thank you for my, my wishes uh, that I got from you. And, um, you know, for those people that are celebrating a Father's Day, um, you know, and it's it's very interesting because for me, you know, having having had my mom pass away, you become a lot more sensitive and aware. Um, n- not, I mean, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Hey, I've been living through Father's Day my whole life. Uh, my dad passed away when I was four. Um, but now people are saying, there's a sensitivity, which is like getting getting emails from companies saying, if you no longer want to receive emails about Mother's Day, opt out. Or if if it if Mother's Day represents a trigger for you or a or a problem for you, um, same with Father's Day. Um, and people are now saying, well, people are saying things like, um, if you know, uh, for those that are celebrating, because we're just making the assumption. Um, that not everyone is a father or has a father or has you know memories. I mean, a lot of there's a lot of trauma out there um, in terms of you know fathers that have been sick, fathers that have passed away, fathers that have abandoned their children. Um, I mean, there's so many cases out there, and uh, I like the sensitivity. I mean, it, it's 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 kind. It's it shows uh, empathy, um, and so I, I did want to acknowledge that. Also, just say you know. Uh, hi to Jensa in in Discord. Um, if uh, if you feel, I know you hate Twitter, <laughs> but um, I want to try and grow um, at least at least our room on Twitter um, for the next maybe couple weeks, um, and you know bring in a few people. As I said, the goal is to try and bring in one or two new people every day. So let's see if we can hit our goal as well. Um, I've got to get better at using Twitter. Twitter. Uh, during uh, these, um, you know, during the actual um, uh, collective cafe. So, you know, Jonathan and I have been spending time on on process and, you know, being able to actually uh, have a checklist. So for me, um, and then we'll get into obviously the subject of the day, um, my checklist has to be, you know, as this room finishes or within within three or four or five hours, set up the next room, promote that room. So there's a little bit of advance notice um the one thing that that 
that it does require, I think, if you are trying to build something on Twitter as, a, as opposed to just Thought Leadership Tuesday, is it helps to actually have a topic that people can be interested in. Um, but that requires um, a lot more advanced thinking, and I typically um, am a lot more free-flowing, you know, something I might see later today or even early tomorrow. Um, so that is and will require a little bit of a change um, on my part. And then having a few tweets keyed up, um, I think, to pin, that's that's a thing. And then also sharing the room. So uh, G, Bez, uh, Jens, <laughs> John, uh, if you can share the room, that would be great. And let's see if we can um, at least find someone who is on Twitter right now thinking uh, there's got to be something good. There's got to be something good out there. Let's see what I can see when I click on this. We've got Web3 Justice Creators, the talk show. Uh, how many people are in that at the moment? 160 people are in there at the moment. So um, there's Digital Renaissance, 23 listening. Coffee with Captain uh, from DJ Network. Give them a little bit of uh, 66 people. So there are some people on Twitter. Um, we just got to figure out how to get them in here. So thoughts are always welcome. Um the other thing I want to let you know is uh, I've managed to, believe it or not, reignite the book. Um, I just I just needed a little bit of impetus. Um, I spent probably about two two hours yesterday having uh, actually chat GPT edit the entire book, um, and so I'm going to kind of go through the fruits of that probably today, tomorrow. Jonathan and I are going to have a look at that and and see uh, what's happened. Um, very interesting, the prompts I was using and trying to keep the voice the same and trying to keep the word count the same and, you know, trying uh, and checking for accuracy. And um, and so it's it's probably going to require a little bit of compare and contrast, looking at the original, looking at the revision, and then being able to determine um, if it's all garbage or not or if it's actually... Um, you know, if it's better written. My my sense from going through this was that like a chapter that at about like 2,700 words would end up at 2,100. So um, it was definitely making it less flowery, shall we say. Um, but also I wanted to keep my voice. It's important that my voice is there. I don't want a bot trying to clean things up. Some, some things are even intentionally, you know, misspelt or, or meant to be there. So I think I'm going to have to make a make a call today or tomorrow. Uh, but for the most part, it was pretty amazing to think that an entire book could be edited in two hours, even if, even if it's a five out of ten job. I mean, come on, everyone, that's pretty breathtaking. That's something to put on your on your resume. So anyway, um, going back to the topic at hand, um, shared values, shared ownership, shared rewards, and um, I. The the other thing I've been trying to do is is build a framework for um, what I think is actually the strategic model here. And so originally I was thinking of a house because a lot of strategic models look look uh, work well as a house. Uh, I was actually talking to Bruce Turkel, who's our uh, who's our alpha beta speaker on Wednesday, um, and I think he's going to represent uh, quite a. Um, not a contrarian, but he's already showed me his blog article that basically says, what the hell is Web3? And like Jeff explained it to me, and I still I don't know what he's talking about. Um, so, you know, being a bit deprecating or self-deprecating, it's going to be an interesting talk. Um, he kind of looked at Alpha Collective's 
um, definition, you know, a Web3 business focused on the business of Web3 said, yeah, I'm still no closer to understanding what the hell he's doing or talking about. So it's going to be nice and, and spicy uh, and, and meaty, um, I think. Um, but, but what I've been trying to play around with is, so what is, so he said, look, why not a tripod? You know, he said, the thing about it is when you create a table with four legs or you create, um, you know, even a house, right, with four walls, um, if any of those pillars are, this is a brilliant concept, if any of those pillars are actually shorter than the other or legs are shorter than the other, the whole thing doesn't work. So you need four equal balanced pillars or legs of a table uh, for it to work. But with a tripod, um, you don't need uh, necessarily to have um, to have uh, equal lengths um, because it's just going to rebalance itself. Um, and then obviously you can adjust the seat. So I was kind of liking that idea. I'm going to play around with a few. But really what I'm thinking of is in, in my mind conceptually is you have community as the foundation the three legs being shared ownership, shared values, and, and um, shared values, shared ownership, shared rewards. And then maybe the seat is is capitalism, right? Um, so so I would have said community capitalism, but if you think about it, maybe it's like a sandwich. Community is the one, is or, you know, community is the one slice. Um, shared values, shared ownership, shared rewards are your layers, whether it's, you know, your burger, your lettuce, your tomato, um, and then the other slice is capitalism and community capitalism, boom, comes together. So um, that's that's the model that I've been playing around with. But let's let's talk about shared values, right? Shared values um, is, you know, we can call it purpose. Um, you can call it justice. You can call it, um, you know, having the same worldview, um, which, of course, today is very, very challenging because we're so polarized and we're so... Uh, partisan and and we've we've really really struggled um, to kind of come together to have the same worldview with very different definitions of justice you know even conversations about things like reparations uh, for whatever for you know fifty uh, percent of this country the u s thinks one thing and fifty percent thinks the other thing, but you could also look at it a different way, which is shared values and just uh, good morning to augustine as well um, shared Values, another way to think about it is if you think about companies today, so you can look at this philosophically, you can look at it ethically, you could look at it socially, you could look at it morally. You can also just look at it from a business perspective. Also, good morning to Tim. Um, so we've got people on Discord, we've got people on Twitter. It's working well, I think. Um, the, like, at the end of the day, um, companies are going to struggle with talent, they're going to struggle. Good morning, Victor. They're going to struggle to be able to attract and retain people if they cannot demonstrate um, the, uh, a value that is consistent, congruent, cohesive, whatever you want to look at it, with with the people that work for the company's worldview. Uh, it's not good enough to sit on the fence anymore. It's not good enough to be a spectator. It's not good enough to be half pregnant for the most part. You have to have a point of view. In some cases, we've seen very extreme points of view. And I, I mean extreme, like extremely awesome, like Patagonia's founder, almost like you know, giving away the company. Um, I don't necessarily believe extreme points of view either way are necessarily the answer. But when it comes to things like justice, is there, you know, when it comes to fairness, when it comes to kindness, when it comes to you know, being able to right the wrongs of the past, 
Um, as opposed to, hey, that's not my problem, not made here, that's not my job, I wasn't alive then, it's not my fault. Um, I don't know that you can necessarily err too much on the side of, of, of change, um, of doing the right thing. Um, but for the most part, values, 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 it's just absolutely critical. Life is short, life is too short, um, and we can choose which communities we want to belong to. We can choose which companies we want to work for. We can choose. We have the choice. Um, you know, I've, I've noticed, uh, for example, there's one community where the founder of the community is constantly uh, tweeting and retweeting um, um, what I would, I, I don't know that I would necessarily call them misogynistic, um, but, but things that are crass, things that you'd expect from a 22-year-old, you know, kind of, or a, or a 17-year-old male, um, and, and for me, that's just not okay. Um, and they're, and, and they're retweeting, uh, you know, things like Tucker Carlson and, and it's clear what their worldview is. Um, and, and look, I mean, you know, do I have the right to criticize them? Not necessarily. Um, uh, but at the same time, I think it's polarizing and, uh, you know, and I think you get to choose to say, I don't want to be a part of a community, um, or I want to be a com- part of a community, or I don't care, regardless of what the founder's point of view is. I mean, I have a point of view. My point of view is the exact opposite, um, and I'm not afraid. To, I'm not afraid to share it. And I and but I have to also recognize um, that ultimately, uh, people will choose to be associated with me, with my words, with my uh, co- community, with with my equity, based on what my view is. Look, I try and stay open minded. I try and and um, and you know, I try and and explore both points of view. But at the same time, you know, I mean, the reality for us is, you know, as I said, maybe maybe the the title for today would be you can't be half pregnant because you can't be half pregnant. You've got to pick a lane sometimes. Uh, Yogi Berra said, if you come to a fork in the road, take it. And I think having a point of view is fine if you actually stick to that point of view and if you can... Uh, defend it, I don't mean defend the point of view as in feeling the need to defend it, but if you actually can look at yourself in the mirror and feel comfortable with it um, and and be at peace with it, then, you know, God bless you. But the shared values part of um, of Web3 actually says we can, we have a choice, you know. It, it's the classic airline um, example, right? We know you have a choice of airlines and we're glad you chose this one. So, we're gl- you know, I know you have a choice of Twitter spaces or a choice of communities, and I'm glad you chose this one today. Good morning to Billy as well. Good morning uh, to Shadows. It's, it's, it's kind of great to be able to do this somewhat successfully, I guess, in both Discord and Twitter. I think the real test is going to be if somebody comes up to stage towards the end. Um, I know I can hear them on Twitter. We'll see if we can hear them on Discord as well. Um, and it would be pretty awesome if the people on Discord can hear Twitter and Twitter can hear Discord. Um, for those of you that are new, um, this is the Collective Cafe. We do this every single Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. We've been doing it since August in discord.gg forward slash alpha collective. Discord.gg for, uh, uh, discord.gg forward slash alpha collective. So um, Art and, and, and Victor and, uh, and Augustine, um, for the rest of June, we'll be in Twitter. I'm going to post tomorrow's room slightly later today. Um, and then and then we might actually spend July in Clubhouse, maybe August 
in uh, in uh, LinkedIn audio, but we're going to try and keep it going in Discord. So you can choose to come hang out with us in Discord every day, or hang, or you know discover us through Twitter, stay through Discord, and uh, and the the Collective Cafe is free. Um, so that's another thing. Good morning, Mukesh. You know we'll notice you'll notice we try and greet everyone by name. Um, so you can come and hang out with us and and enjoy this. Um, and it's free. We manifest on Mondays, Thought Leadership Tuesdays, Wellness Wednesdays. Uh, we do live book reads on Thursday. This Thursday, we're going to be doing Matt Thieleman's book, This Is Coaching. And then Friday's kind of open mic where everyone is invited up to stage. So the first element of Web3 is shared values. Um, and the second, and then I'll kind of come back to a few things, but the, the second one, which I think is the most significant one, um, remember the title of today is why on Juneteenth is why Web3 is a diversity issue, is this idea of shared ownership. So shared ownership to me is one of the most exciting elements of Web3. Um, it is, you could look at it on so many levels, right? You could, you could, you could take a, you know, you could take a, a more left, you know, left position, you know, you could, you could err all the way to socialism, right? You could, err, you could err all the way to this idea of, but you don't have to, right? You can think of employee uh, ESOPs, employee shared, uh, employee share uh, owned uh, product, owned projects, protocols, ESOP, um, something like that. Uh, uh, and something that I've been talking about now is CSOPs, customer share owned protocols or, or programs. Programs, I think, is the word, um, which is this idea that says, "Hey, you know what? You can actually can actually bring more people into the owner's box without necessarily being labeled anything other than an evolved capitalist." Right? That's why I call this community capitalism. Um, you know, the, the the reality is whether you like it or not. I mean, this is this is less opine and more fact based. Is that when you look at the ownership structures of public companies, of even large private companies, when you look at boards, when you look at shareholders, they are typically, uh, you know, dominated by white males. Um, it's just the fact. That it's just the reality. When you look at the in the boardroom, when you look at, you know, um, when you look uh, uh, in the C-suite, and and there are there there should be the ability to figure out a slightly better, slightly even fairer way of bringing more people into that ecosystem. Um, but how? I mean, what would power that? Well, duh, what would power that is the blockchain. What would power that is NFTs. What could power that is so many uh, DAOs. Um, as I learned last week um, on the Alpha Beta talk, um, for those of you that are new, we're in a, pro, we're in a period for Alpha Collective so Collective Cafe lives in Alpha Collective. Alpha Collective um, uh, is currently sharing previews, uh, free um, 13 free Alpha Beta talks over 15 weeks. So the next one will be on Wednesday. And again, you can find out all about that in discord.gg forward slash Alpha Collective. I'll try and pin some of the links shortly. Um, but Drew Austin actually said, and it kind of, I didn't know this, that when we talk about decentralized autonomous organizations the a in autonomous is not necessarily talking about voting it's not necessarily talking about popular popularity contests he actually thinks that's a, a keen a, a key role for ai it's basically companies that run themselves through blockchain through smart contracts through rule-based 
through rule-based mechanisms, um, through AI. Um, it's a brilliant way to think about it. And I was like, okay, I get it now. It's like organizations that are also getting smarter, evolving um, over time. Um, so we should question everything when it comes to ownership. Who who makes the decisions? Who's pulling the strings? Who benefits? I mean, the reality is there are disproportionate amounts of people that do the real work in companies that don't get compensated. In fact, they're probably anywhere on minimum wage, sometimes below, sometimes above. Um, but wouldn't it be amazing if we could just bring more people into the owner's box, into the owner's circle, if more people could even share slightly? You know, I mentioned if you came into the room a little bit later that I used ChatGPT to edit my entire new book um, in two hours. And... Um, and so I'm kind of back on that. Uh, I, I'm, I, I want to see if I can get that book published now. Um, and, and we're still going to go ahead with the main idea, which is a thousand readers will get royalties. This will be the first book in the world. Still, imagine that almost a year later, no one's done it, um, where readers will get royalties, where readers can actually feel like part owners of the book. It's not that hard to do to actually give up a little to gain a lot or even to give, you know, we could even change that statement and say, give up a little to gain slightly less. Like it's okay. It doesn't have to be this idea of we took a step, a small step back in order to take a giant leap forward. Yes. I think it's a, a giant leap forward for, you know, for humankind, mankind, womankind, for humanity, I think it's a giant leap forward for fairness, for justice. Um, you know, but but it but it doesn't have to be. It could just be like, hey, like, wouldn't you want to like like would it be okay to like just give back one or two or three percent and period, period. Not in order to, but just give up three percent, just get three percent less and bring in, you know, multiples more people into that into the prize pool, into the ecosystem. To me, that just makes total sense. That's the shared reward part. I, I talk about shared rewards as it relates to um, Web3 in terms of loyalty, in terms of, um, you know, but retention, in terms of, um, you know, maybe incentivization, um, lifetime value of the customer. Um, it, it, it's, it's hysterical because, you know, when I wrote, life, uh, when I wrote Flip the Funnel in 2010, um, you know, I've been screaming from the top of the rafters, um, like it's absurd that the people that's that that are responsible for eighty percent of your revenue, i.e., your customers, are are backed by twenty percent of your marketing dollars. Um, and I mean, that was the I call them strangers and prostitutes. Your first time buyers and your switchers are being chased or wooed or incentivized by 80% of your marketing dollars. So now, surprise, surprise, you know, almost 14 years later, AT&T, someone at AT&T, let's say, read my book, and they're like, wait a second, um, shouldn't we offer the same incentives to our existing customers as well as our new customers? So anyone in the US, you'll notice that all of AT is like AT&T's advertising now is, this is an offer for existing customers and new customers, um, finally, they realized that they were actually being kinder, nicer, fairer 
to strangers and prostitutes than they were people that had been with them for three, four, five years. And by the way, when we talk about uh, Web3, which I just think is like a better operating system for business, when we talk about community capitalism, when we talk about shared value, shared ownership, shared rewards, um, all of these things, right, all of these things are basically um, allowing us to operate the business slightly better, to operate the business slightly fairer, to operate the business in a way that actually um, is more focused on loyalty, on retention. A customer that's been with you for a long time. We call that, you know, lifetime value of the customer, an employee that's been with you for decades. Why not give them another POAP or another NFT or or figure out a way for them to to join in, to benefit from the the machine, the the brand, the ecosystem, um, the the company, the equity that they've helped create. So if if our biggest challenge, I mean, our biggest challenge should not be does that make sense? Is that fair? You know, um, philosophically, strategically, um, of course it does. Who would argue against that? I, I'd like I'd like to find someone that would argue against this idea of just setting aside one percent of profits or one percent um, of in, of compensation to be able to spread out to maybe you know a hundred times more people, a hundred x. Why wouldn't you do that? So if if that is true, then I think the case comes down to. Not why, but how. How do you do it? And, 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 of course, I believe very strongly that the blockchain can help you do that and power that. I'm going to post just a, a few little links um, so um, you can actually see if you want to register for Wednesday's um, Alpha Beta Talk with Bruce uh, Turkel. Now you have a link that can allow you uh, to do that. And at the end of the day... Um, just remember, it would be awesome for you to come into um, discord.gg forward slash alpha collective. That's where we live. That is our permanent home. Um, and that's where you can come and uh, and find out everything about Alpha Collective, about our Alpha Beta talks, about our collective cafe. But the beautiful thing about it is that we are going to continue to do this in Twitter for the rest of June. And then we'll see what happens um, we set ourselves a goal of finding and meeting one or two new people every day. We've done that. We've had three new people come in, which is amazing. Augustine, uh, Victor, and, and uh, now four and Tenny, welcome. Um, and that's the whole point. You know, we were we were sitting in Discord, spending time, uh, quiet time. Um, we can, you know, we sometimes will have eleven or twelve or thirteen people in there, and we weren't growing as quick as we wanted to. And the content, and I'm not, I'm not lying when I tell you, you can ask uh, Bez or Quiet G or, or Shadows. Um, I mean, for me, this is the best content I've ever created in my life. You know, and I've written five books and, and I've been creating content in the space, in the marketing space since 2005. Um, and we just do it every day. Um, so uh, come and hang out with us in, in Twitter every day and eventually... Uh, join the Discord and and uh, and join these conversations. 
Uh, what I'd like to do typically is if anyone wants to come up on stage, maybe at about like 8.45, 8.50, um, you come and join us too and love to hear your thoughts. Um, you know, as as a white male, you know, as a aging white male, what's the, uh, the line? Pale male and stale. Um, coming from South Africa, um, you know, I... I think that celebrating um, Juneteenth is is the bare minimum that we can do. Uh, what we now need to do is take action. Um, when we when I spoke when I developed the Alpha Talks, as you know, many of you, fifty two Alpha Talks across fifty two weeks by fifty two Alpha Talk speakers, twenty six male and twenty six female. We need to we can talk about gender equality, or we can do something about it. So the real question is, what do we do about it? What can we do about it? Do we feel like we have the power? Well, like, you know, that's fine for the government or that's fine for a company, but I'm just little old me, you know, like, can I make a difference? Do I have the ability to make a difference? Well, we all do. Uh, Sometimes we make a difference just by showing up, uh, by voting with our time, by choosing to spend time in a Twitter space talking about diversity or talking about um, about Web3 um, and diversity as opposed to going and sitting in a drama room or a room talking about PSYOP or, uh, or, or Pepe's. I don't even know if Pepe's a thing anymore. We choose. You know, our time is limited. It's not just, thank, it's not just me thanking you and saying we know you have a choice of rooms and we're glad you chose us. It's you actually saying I have a choice <laughs> with my time. Where do I choose to spend it? By the way, on Friday, um, we're a little, um, I'm curious as to um, some of our regulars here. I did go and spend some time in a clubhouse room. I couldn't actually find ones that had less than 10, but I went into a couple, uh, one that had like 20, one that had 15, um, and, and, and I hung out. One person mentioned me and said, oh my goodness, uh, Joseph Jaffe is here. We're connected on LinkedIn, but I didn't go up. I didn't, I would have had I, had I, um, had the opportunity, but one of the things we were discussing, if you, you know, to Tenny and Victor and, uh, Augustine is, is challenge ourselves to go into smaller spaces and smaller rooms and realize that there are actually amazing conversations going on. And what we typically do is we typically want to join a room that looks big because that equals importance or that equals substance. And so we were all challenging ourselves to go and spend time in smaller rooms with four people or five people or seven people. And then we also were challenging ourselves to say, you know, that that why don't we go into those rooms? One is our bias is that they're not important enough uh, or substantial enough. And the other one is we don't want to be called up. We don't want to be put on the spot um, and and feel the obligation. And so it's important for us to walk our talk too, which is no one ever has an obligation to come up, to share, to share the room, you know, to whatever, you know, to even you can post emojis if you like, um, but just just be yourself and, and enjoy these spaces together. So I want to go back again to this idea of why Web3 is a diversity issue, shared values shared ownership, shared rewards. We have an opportunity to bring more people into the ecosystem, to bring more people into the owner's box, to bring more people and share 
the profits and share the revenue and share um, the spoils, the bonuses with more people. Web3 can lead the way, right? Web2, Web1, uh, we have not seen the ability for Web1 or 2. Web, each one promised, each one promised the ability to level the playing fields. But at the end of the day, whoever has more money wins in Web1 and Web2. Everyone could create a website, but how's anyone going to find out about it? Everyone can create a Facebook page or an Instagram account, but how's anyone going to find out about it? It ends up being very much pay-to-play. It ends up very much being about your marketing and PR resources, whether it's gaming the system. I mean, there's, there's you know, the, the, as they say, black hat versus white hat. There's the ability to buy followers. There's the ability to comment jack. There are all ways to hack the system and cheat or cut corners, you know, whether it's legal or illegal, right? Um, and But then at the end of the day, if you've got the money to promote something, um, you're always going to rise to the top and the algorithm will recommend that. So it's not necessarily true um, that Web 1 or Web 2 succeeded in leveling the playing fields. I guess my question to you is, could Web 3 be, is, is Web 3 our third attempt, third strike? Could Web 3 get it right where we actually create mechanisms, systems, um, programs, processes, projects, initiatives that allow a fairer uh, distribution, that allow us to, you know, pay it forward. You know, one of the things that I've been, that I personally was playing with, and, you know, I'm just, I I certainly don't have a lack uh, of ideas, Um, but I'll tell you that I'm still trying to get to a place where we can have grants, where we can bring more people into Alpha Collective specifically people, you know, of color, specifically people that, um, and, and the, not one and the same, but different groups, you know, uh, constituencies, marginalized groups, groups that don't have the means or the mechanism to pay $2,500 uh, for a membership pass. Um, it's important to be able to figure out how we, uh, I came up with one mechanism and that mechanism was the, um, the free mint, um, so that <clears throat> originally my idea, well, that free mint minted out. Um, and so, you know, again, I need to like have more links and maybe tomorrow I'll post some of them. But if you just search for Alpha Collective Entry um, in uh, on OpenSea, you'll see that mint. Um, I still have a thousand of those mints left. Uh, originally, the idea was that every paying member, I still might do this, every paying member would get a free mint such that they could give one away, pay it forward, give it to someone who might not have been able to afford. Um, Look, can I stop someone who buys a pass to then keep that mint for themselves or flip it? No, I can't. And I might not actually still give, I still might figure out a better way to essentially give these mints away. But but that floor hopefully sits at a much more affordable uh, level at some way, shape, or form. I was thinking about grants as well, being able to create a fund and put that fund into grants to allow people to get free passes. I still might do that as well. We have to think about, you know, one of the things that I've, I don't want to say struggled, but I will say that um, that I've grappled with 
is you know we will call Alpha Collective a, an exclusive but not excluding community. So it's really important to recognize that exclusive, it's premium, but not excluding. So one of the ways to do that is to keep the Collective Cafe, this conversation, this thing that we're doing right now free. And that's how we're, that's what we're doing. You know, this lives in discord.gg forward slash alpha collective in the collective cafe. We've got a few people, got Jensa and Jonathan and Tim that are in discord at the moment. We've got a bunch of people that are on Twitter at the moment, but it's free and it should be. Now, there are benefits to members. You know, if you're a member, you can start a room at any time. You can open up the cafe. You can hold, you can, you can hang out. I mean, if you want to use, if you want to use the uh, cafe for cocktails on a Friday afternoon, you can do that. You can run it. You can take the initiative. But for anyone else, you can just show up and hang out in the cafe. Uh, that's another way. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking constantly of ways that I can walk the talk in this particular case. When we talk about shared values, we have to communicate those values. There's no point if those values are just sitting in my head or in my heart, or in you know on a piece of paper or in a PowerPoint presentation that only a few people have access to. You've got to be able to make sure that that is shared by all, that everyone understands the values um, and, and hopefully buys into them um, and feels a connection to them. Um, the shared ownership uh, component, um, as it relates to shared ownership, um, well, that is just a demonstration of being able to you know, I mean, again, we can look at it a whole bunch of ways. You know, you you look at the ability to get in early and make some money from an NFT, right? That's kind of like one of the basic tenets of of Web three. But ownership doesn't always have to be about about um, money in that sense. Um, ownership can also be about feeling like you have like you are part of something bigger than you. You know, when you have ownership of something, there is pride, there is passion, there is feeling that you have a voice, um, there is feeling that you can make a difference, there's a feeling that you're part of something that is bigger than you. Um, and it and it's both. It's not either or for me. So, you know, I'm not a fan, as many people know, I'm not a fan of one strong dominant leader or founder of a collection. Um, I believe that if, if you believe in servant leadership, um, that the founder of a community, in this case me, um, that my goal is to be a servant leader. You know, the stars of the community are the members of the community, especially if they're paying. I mean, they're customers, they're clients, they're advocates. My job is to use the party analogy is, and you've heard me say this many times, the regulars, is to refill the fruit punch or if the music's too loud or if the, air, you know, the AC is too, too low. That's my job. It, it's also not, it's a servant, but not a subservient leader um, because a leader still has to lead. A leader still has to create more leaders. And in a way, when you think about that, this is the this is the, the the real essence of the Web three opportunity. Can we create more leaders? Can we create leaders of the future? Um, on Smirconish on CNN, there was a question about affirmative action. 
on Saturday. And I think the voting was, is it necessary, is it needed? I think it was a 60-40 split in favor of. Uh, sometimes you do need to lean in and overcompensate, especially when you're looking to right some wrongs when or right big wrongs, especially when you're looking to try and cre- create a new sense of equilibrium, balance, fairness, uh, a new normal for the most part. Um, and the people that object to that, I mean, part of the, part of my response is tough luck. But the other one is those, I mean, I don't want to chastise those people, but they need, but, but it's important for us to help them, educate them, understand why it's important, why it's needed. And the beautiful thing about Web3 is there's room for all of us, especially in a new market, especially in an emerging market, especially in, you know, when we're all early, that means we all get to win. I mean, like, I wish people could realize that. When we're all early, we all get to win. So, I mean, that's a key soundbite here. Because what it means is let's stop fighting with one another, let's stop being greedy, and let's realize that we actually all get to share in the ownership and in the rewards. In this case, in this case, um, it's like... Um, uh, who was I talking to this weekend? Uh, someone who had an opportunity to join Google in 2005 or 2006. And uh, and they, they said, I regret it every day of my life. I mean, I did, <laughs> there wasn't much I could say to them. I was like, well, you know, Dan Pink says that's a good thing. You, you should regret it and learn from it and don't make the mistake again. But boy, oh boy, I probably had chances to join Google too back in the day. Um, But we can't live in the past. We can learn from the past. We can live in the present. And we can move forward and plan for the future. And that is the message, right? Shared ownership and shared rewards. The blockchain and the business model of Web3 are geared, designed, engineered to actually deliver on diversity, equity, inclusion, and access. Give more people access to the thought leaders, the decision makers, the influencers, the founders, the investors. And if you think about it, it's kind of cool, this whole, you know, being so, so, I mean, I'm not like the biggest fan. Like, I'm just not like the whole, the whole kind of, um, I guess clubhouse drama train, you know, the, the Grand Cordones and at the time it was the, what was his name? J, J, JD, JD, I don't know, someone, I uh, can't even remember his name at the moment. Um, and, um, and you know, there are all these personalities and it was the CEO of T-Mobile, John, John, I don't even, like, isn't it weird that I can't even, John Legere, and they were all in there like, you know, these heavy hitters. And I thought to myself, part of it, what I thought to myself is, why are you even here? Like, why are you wasting your time, um, you know, just hanging out and in these ridiculous rooms, etc. cetera? Um, but at the same time, there were also people that never had a voice before that now have amazing voices. We see them on Clubhouse and Twitter, you know, people like, um, like Jonathan Bing and Nelson Apiga and just people that 
that I hadn't heard of before. That doesn't mean that they weren't huge before. I, I don't know. Um, but but the voices were different. So you had you had people that maybe uh, were bigger deals, um, you know, in terms of businesses before. Now we're sitting on the sta- same stage as, as new voices. That's important. That's the goal here. The goal is to create um, a better world, a better a better reality, a better um, version of ourselves or better world where better versions of ourselves can kind of create this beautiful chicken and egg relationship. The world makes us better, we make the world better and together we find that we can actually um, share in the spoils um, with with a, a greater, significantly, exponentially greater group of people and guess what? Still going to be more than enough uh, for us old white guys uh, to buy the second home and the third home and all that sort of stuff. You know, as I was um, reading uh, some of the text this weekend, um, I kind of look at the book and I was like, oh, this book is so old now. And it's like, no, it isn't. And I was writing it in August and September of last year. So there's so many references to... There's even references to Crypto Winter in it, and now I'm just updating some of them. But, but you know, throughout my experience when I was watching Succession um, on, on uh, HBO, I just kept on feeling sorry for these people. I just felt so sorry for them. I was like, who would want this life? I, mean, I look at even the, the Kardashians in that way as well. I just think, like, who would want this life to be, like, like so every day focused on this level, this operational level of such intensity um, and not just be able to kind of chill and breathe and be normal and, and um, you know, and, and, and actually just do the stuff that counts and makes a difference. I don't know. Those are just some of my thoughts. Um, if you are on Twitter, if you are um, in Discord, uh, I'd love to see someone from Discord come up and see if this works. Uh, if anyone wants to test it out, um, anyone want to, um, likewise, anyone on Twitter want to come up um, to just chat a little bit about today, uh, the thought, right? Do you believe that Web3 is a diversity issue? This concept of shared ownership that we could like rethink or reframe or reclaim or actually realize that this this idea of bringing more people I mean, a collection of 10,000 NFTs that has 57% ownership, which is typically, it seems like that's 57, 60% is like at the high end when we look at the premium communities. Um, so that's 6,000 different owners. I mean, that's freaking awesome. 6,000 owners, especially when you start looking at collections that have done really, really well. Now, obviously... What you don't want, okay, is to know that those. Uh, I'm just going to go into OpenSea for a second, and you know, let, let's let's pick let's pick the bored apes. Um, so, going now, bored ape yacht club, nine thousand nine hundred and ninety eight uh, NFTs at the moment. Uh, oh, you can get one for a steal at only forty four ETH. Only 44 ETH. Um, that there are 2% are listed. 
uh, 56% unique owners, 5,576 owners. Now, one way you could actually look at it, well, what you don't want is to know that 5,576 owners are all, you know, again, to use the, 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 the description, old white guys, right, or even young white guys. Uh, you, you want to believe uh, that they're, they're white and black and brown and, you know, and, and, and male and female and those that identify any way they choose. You, you want to believe that they come from all different walks of life, all different economic uh, or socioeconomic uh, backgrounds, um, and you've created in this incredible wealth, generational wealth. Generational wealth, by definition, is something that can be passed down to the next generation. Uh, but it also means the ability to to um, leave or to help to ensure that the generation that comes after you is in a better a better shape. And that better shape is not necessarily financial. That better shape is the ability to have more knowledge, more wisdom, uh, more education, more opportunities as well. And that's why. Web3 is a diversity issue, a diversity, equity, inclusion, and access issue. Because what we're trying to do is, yes, create generational wealth. But the generational wealth is not necessarily to leave behind my bored ape in my will. By the way, I don't have a bored ape. Um, and if I did, I wasn't going to leave one because uh, I have three kids. So I don't want them to fight over an ape. I would need three. Um, but it isn't necessarily a financial thing. I mean, it is, but it's not direct. It is the teach a man, woman, child, right? It's teach a person how to fish. That's what we're doing with Web3. That's where the education has to come, come from. That's where the collective cafe fills a role. That's where the monthly masterminds fill a role. That's where the alpha talks and alpha beta talks fill a role. We educate, we empower as well for people to be able to do more with more to do more with more tools, with more access, with more opportunities, um, with more um, possibilities as well. So again, what you don't want is a community that has 5% owners or 4% or 6% or quite frankly anything less than 10% because that's not, a, that's not a distribution. That is not a fair distribution. It's not an accurate distribution. Um, you have... The wealth that is that is or or the opportunity that is in the hands of a few, and you probably i mean another thing that you would have to do if you're looking at metrics is to look at distribution so what you don't want again in in a collection right I mean stats can be very misleading, so you know even going back to i don't know what the i mean i i I can absolutely see. Uh, from the analytics, um, what it looks like. Um, I wonder if it actually says so on on uh, on OpenSea. Um, but it says, okay, so um, this is what it's saying, all right? Yeah, owner distribution. So here's what I would tell you to do. Two things. One, look at the percentage of ownership of, a, of an NFT community, like anything... Anything under 10% is a red flag. Then the other one that I would look at is, and I'm just looking at Board Ape today. Um, 
here's them. 81% have one item. 14% have two or three items. 4% have 11 to 25 items. I'm sorry, uh, I skipped one. 81% have one item. 14% have two to three items. 4% have four to 10 items. 0.6, 0.6 have 11 to 25 0.2 of 26 to 50, and 0.1 has 51 plus. So 95% of owners have one, two, or three. I got I to gotta believe, without doing the, the, the homework here, that that would be considered to be healthy. I mean, it has to be, right? Because the only way that that could be beaten is if 95% had one. So that's about as close to perfect as you would want to see. The, the distribution is in, the, the, is in the, 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 the most possible hands as possible. The most possible hands as possible. And that's what you want, right? So if we believe, so in, to close, because we're going to close as close to nine, um, if we believe that Web3 is a diversity issue, if we believe on Juneteenth that if we want to now figure out how to create generational wealth and put more wealth in the hands of more people and do that, you know, let's do that in a way that says this is capitalism at its evolved finest, finest, I call it community capitalism, right? Not diluted capitalism, not socialism, but evolved capitalism, community capitalism. If we believe all of that, then then we have it in our hands to create a system, an ecosystem that supports these values that, you know, is powered by the blockchain and run on a business model that allows, whether you call it dividends or royalties or distribution um, or quite frankly, just floor price, creating um, a better, fairer, more just um, reality that we can all feel proud to, you know, to live in and be a part of and help curate and build together. So that is my show today, everyone, my show. Um, I want, uh, as always, feel free to jump on stage if you want to join uh, I am going to uh, work on getting uh, the podcast out a little bit, um, bit.ly forward slash collective cafe to go. I got to do a better job, note to self, of having some key links, especially to tell people about the Discord server, but it's discord.gg forward slash alpha collective. And we will be here tomorrow, 8 a.m., uh, for Thought Leadership Tuesday. I got to think about what I want to talk about. Maybe it will help. Uh, I think you can update a room anyway, um, so with, with, a, with a title or a topic, but I will set up that room as well in the next couple of hours. I'll put out the podcast in the next couple of hours. Have an amazing day, everyone, and I will see you soon. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.